0: And now, your host, self-made millionaire, national award-winning investor of the year, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Del Wamsley. Welcome
1: to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host, Del Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. But my friends, are we really working on your financial freedom, or are we just working on freedom alone? Freedom to do what you want, when you want, with whomever you want, anytime you want is really what it's all about. And money is one of the parts necessary to make that happen. This is just the way it really works. But not very often do we as individuals stop and think through the entire process and take account of everything that we believe to be true. And everything that we do on a daily, weekly, monthly, and yearly basis in a repetitive manner and such, that those repetitive actions, reactions, and habits create who you are and what you have. That is the secret to being something someday and having something all day, every day, is your repetitive actions. But you will find out that if you don't pay attention To what goes on in your life that everybody else in this world is going to take a hold of your life and they are going to twist it and turn it and mess it around until they get your life looking like what they want your life to look like. Now, some people do it out of meanness. Some people do it just simply out of not knowing any better. And some people out there are just selfish and they're doing it because they want what they want and they don't really care what happens to you or the people around you or your life or your development or any of that. They just want what they want. And so they're sticking their finger in your life. They're poking the bear and trying to change your life. Now, this is, on the surface, a very powerful yet painful uh, situation that's going on at all times. And today, I would like to try to sort this out a little bit and show you how deep and how pervasive this system in your life is. How the world is taking you apart at the seams, piece by piece by piece. Now, it's worse in some cases than it is in others, and some of us are better at controlling it than others, but it's going on for all of us, including myself. This is the kind of lifestyle we live. You, on the other hand, have to go to work. That's why your your listenership hour is cut down to 10 minutes or 15 minutes at the most because you're catching this show as a break, a break in between driving from here to there, from lunch to no lunch to whatever else it is that is controlling and manipulating your life and not allowing you to just sit down and have this conversation with me for an hour straight because that's what you really need to do. You need to sit down in some peace and quiet, and think through your entire life. Just do it. Find a place and time where you can think it through, write it down, figure it out, and then start on the process of changing it. Why am I talking about this today? Because this week something happened that was very strange to me. And doesn't happen very often, but when it does, it's very eye-opening. What happened to me this week is that we had a separation of an employee that had been running my accounting system for seven years. Now I have 11 companies and this person actually ran seven of them in the accounting department, the accounting department that ran of seven of them. And it's been around for a long time, seven or eight years. I'm not sure exactly how long it's a long time. I don't know that. And because of the separation, I had to wake up one day and go, wow, what is actually going on in my accounting system? You know, seven or eight years ago, I could sit down and tell you everything that was happening, where it was happening, how was it happening, where things got filed, how things got paid, who was getting paid, when was getting paid. But I haven't touched the accounting system, not even touched it for seven years. Now, I did take one glimpse at it a couple of years ago to reorder some of the accounts because of the process that I'm going to talk about today, things get out of control. And so every once in a while, you've got to sit back down and you've got to clean things up again and pull them back together again. So I did about three years ago, I did that. I didn't do it as completely as I should have. I can see that now. And that's the last I've seen nor touched my accounting system. What this has done for me is made me realize that the processes that are around your life will, through entropy, ev- eventually dissolve. They will eventually be completely out of control. Now, I have to tell you, this is, this is kind of a, an intellectual argument, an emotional argument, And then a logistics argument all at the same time. So I apologize if I'm going back and forth from emotional to logistical to intellectual. But I'm going to go all over the place because this really is all over the place. That is the problem in life is that everything is all over the place and everything just goes crazy. And you sometimes just look up and go, what in the heck is happening to my life? So I ask you, you've listened to me on the radio now for years and you've heard me say that I don't work in my business. I don't, but there is an amount of time necessary to work on your business. I try to hire the very best people out there to operate my business, to work in my businesses, so that I don't need as much time on the outside working on my business. That is my goal. However, the truth of the matter is is that that balance is something that I've never actually figured out. I kind of look at running businesses like spinning plates on top of a pool stick. You see these jugglers do this. They, they spin a plate and they get that one going and they run over to the next pool stick, put a plate up there and spin it. They run over to the next pool stick, put another one up there and you envision this. and They get four, five, six plates. And somewhere along the line, you realize there's too many plates up there and you can't get back to all of them quick enough to keep them spinning at the right velocity. And then you have a crash. And that's what happens with all this. You have that crash. And then that crash is the first time when you open your eyes and go, whoa, I need a new system. Because if I don't have a new system, the old system is inadequate as far as results go in allowing me to juggle that many plates. I'm going to need a new way to do this. And I'm going to have to figure it out before I can ever grow Myself, again, my business, myself, my relationships, uh, anything out there. Because the system that you use, like for instance, the way that I would deal with people when I was young was terrible. When I got into business, I found that I could not progress in business, even though I was very good at certain aspects and had a high intellect in certain aspects. Because of my personality, I could not grow within companies and then I realized, man, I'm never going to get anywhere in corporate America because I'm just so much of a bad person to people. And then I went out and started my own companies. And then I realized that I was still a bad person just because now they couldn't fire me for being a bad person. My employees could fire me for being a bad person. Wow, what a, what a realization that I didn't know how to spin the plates of life when it came to communication, relationships with people both on a personal and working basis. So I had to go back and find another plan. What is the likelihood that you're going to be able to retire at an age you want to retire at? Now, I retired at 34 years of age, so mine did it, okay? I got it. But for me to stay retired, for me to maintain retirement, I had to fight the entropy of having those apartment complexes business-wise fall apart. Business-wise, the tenants want to turn the apartment into what they want to turn it into business-wise the employees want to turn the apartment into what they want it to be Um, the city wants to make you do what it wants you to do etc 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 the property tax department wants you to pay more property taxes they want you to change what you do and everybody is working at something that is drilling down and manipulating that bottom line called profit the part you get to keep so How do you fix that? Well, you have to go in and put it back together again. In each and everything in your life, you've got to go back and and look at it and, and figure out how far has this gone from the core. Here's the core. Here's what should be happening, right? And yet it's not happening. Why? Because we are drifting apart. In my companies, the larger ones where we have lots of employees, I found, I woke up one day, a couple years ago, about two and a half, three years ago, I woke up and I realized that my employees had almost totally destroyed my company. Yeah, we were still in business, but if you went into each division, each and every division had manipulated what they were doing into something that did what they wanted it to do. When you look at project management, this is called local optimization. Local optimization says that there is a tendency for each and every part of every business to want to optimize your company's processes for their benefit. And whenever you optimize to the local, you are always destroying to the general. Because what's happening is a lack of resources are available because one division is sucking up resources it's not supposed to use, or it's holding down resources, or it's giving away resources. There's another definition here I'd like to to share with you. It says, uh, another definition of entropy says, a thermodynamic quality representing the amount of energy in a system that is no longer available for doing mechanical work. Gosh, I had to go in and rip these employees apart. I mean, quite honestly, half the people that I had here four, three years ago are gone, if not more. And the reason they are is because they manipulated their division to become a division that was, didn't need them. They sat, they sat there and did nothing and let everybody else do work for them. Because we believe in financial freedom, because I teach financial freedom, these people thought I meant that they were financially free to work. In other words, they didn't have to work. They were supposed to not work and be financially free. They called this job their retirement package. And I said, no, that was never intended. This is a job. You come to work. I pay you some money. You do what you're supposed to. You go home and get out of here.
0: We'll be right back with the Dell Bombson Radio Show. You're listening to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell will be right back with more life changing principles in just a few minutes.
1: There is a dream killer here somewhere today. You're going to run into somebody who's going to tell you this stuff doesn't work. Like Vinette said, it's a scam. This is probably a multi level marketing program. Somebody is going to tell you it doesn't work because you're the wrong race, the wrong age, the wrong sex, the wrong sexual preference, the something or other. And this is all set up so rich people can be successful and all you poor people can't. And if you believe that, they've won. But if you don't, you win. Don't believe the dream killers. Start winning today with the Lifestyles Unlimited free workshop. Get the knowledge you need to replace your income in two to five years and then find out how to take action. Register for the free online workshop at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com.
0: Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America one person at a time. Del Wamsley. So before the break, I was talking
1: about the fact that, okay, I woke up one day, I had cancer, and so for about a year, I was out of my business completely. I just never came in, didn't do anything. And the business morphed, and just out of the basic uh, kindness of the heart, somebody at the top of the, of the organization said, hey, let's not bother Dell with anything, no need to talk to Dell about anything. Well, that was the beginning of the end, guys. Because without someone who has a diligent view on where you're going, someone who knows the map, has the map, and knows how to live a forward-looking life to get to where you're going, then a company's dead. The same thing's true about a family. The same thing's true about anything else. It's any kind of organism at all. It's going to fall apart if there isn't some basic knowledge. The knowledge of the universe, if there is a God out there, The knowledge of the universe is that God. Now, you can put that name on that God and you can make it look like whatever you want to make it look like in a book, but the bottom line is it is knowledge, information that controls everything in the world. It's the information to know how your cells should align. It's your DNA, which is basic information. And the more information that we understand, the better we can control the outcomes of our lives. So when you are in a situation where you give away that information base. When you stop being that information base or you don't have the right information base, your life can't progress. So that's why you come join a program like ours is to get the map, to get the information base. Then your job is just to make sure you stick on that goal, stick on that map. And then the results happen. They happen every time. Anybody who ever tells me, that I can't get results in real estate, I say, let's go to the back of the book and look on the back page of the manual because I make everybody write this on the back page of the manual. It says, I will not do what Dell told me to do and that's why I'm not a millionaire because you won't be unless you do what I tell you to do. If you take an idea like what we teach here and you go try to morph it, and all of you do, you're all trying to reinvent the wheel. I see it even with some of my best students. They get bored of doing it the same way. The same way is boring to them, and so they want to experiment because we've all been told if you don't fail a few times, you've never really tried. You've got to get out there and try. No, folks, you got to get out there and fail. Only a few people in the world are good enough at understanding the the infinite information necessary to stay on a track long enough to invent an idea that improves the track. Most people that are trying to improve the track are all over the place, up, down, sideways, weird, you name it. That's what happens. There's no success in that. You have to stay on point. You have to stay within information. That is the information that creates the result you want. I found when I dissected my accounting department that we were doing three or four times the amount of work necessary, man-hours-wise, to get done what we need to get done. Why? Because they were setting up the system to where there was three acts of physical activity to accomplish a single goal. It's just unbelievable. Unbelievable. It is unbelievable. And there was not clear delineation of responsibilities. It was like, okay, this person does this and this over that, and this person does this, this, and that, and because there's seven different companies, one guy was accounts receivable on one set of companies and accounts payable on the other set of companies, and the other guy was just the opposite of that. And no one was the payroll guy. That was the guy running the whole thing, and nobody else knew how to do it. So if the poor guy ever died, or in this case had to leave, nobody knew how to do the payroll, It was just insane. It was a total screw-up. In fact, I would be lucky to say that I'm lucky that this guy had a separation because in the long run, it's going to create so much more efficiency in my company to take what will end up being a week to two weeks of my life to completely revamp the entire accounting system. Now, look, lucky enough, I took eight years of accounting and my dad was a CPA, so you probably can't do that. But you could find somebody who could do it. In fact, this has prompted me to be so irritated about this entropy thing that I'm going back to the basics with everything and revamping the entire thing, starting with the concept of what do we want this whole thing to look like? We are a mentoring and education program, and we're the absolute best access to the best educational materials out there. That's what we are. And so we're going back to the beginning. We have over 200 hours of training videos. Yet, they're in a format that when you log on, you have to go through a list and pick out the ones you want. We're buying a database system now where every student will be able to log on like a college student, have course curriculum in their own name, and be able to track their curriculum, take their test to prove that they've uh, solved the program or finished the program to get their accreditation or certification or whatever it is they get. Uh, This is very, very over-the-top stuff, but it's what I should have done 10 years ago. I just didn't get around to it because everything works simple within the simplicity of knowing that it all works the same way every time for every person within one giant program, not 10. And nobody knows how to integrate them. Nobody knows how to make them all work. Yeah, we can sit down and make them work for a while and we get it going and then we gotta change it and we get it going and we gotta change it. And everybody has their own opinion how it should be set up and everybody has their own opinion how it should work. And so they tweak it and they tweak it again and they tweak it again. How many tweaks does it take before something doesn't work? And you've heard the old saying, as you walk down the path, I traveled the same path, but yet I took the different turn or something like that. I mean, I know that's not the way it's said, but you understand what I'm saying, that the difference in my life is that I took a turn when I came to the fork in the road. I didn't go straight. But what if I had taken the fork in the road and there was another fork in the road and I took another fork and I went the wrong way? Then nothing would have happened. See, it's not coming to the fork in the road and choosing. It's coming to the fork in the road knowing which way you need to go to get to where you want to be. There's tons of forks in the road. So when you let employees uh, into your life or if you let your kids and your spouse into your life get into your life and go, no. We need to turn here. No, we need this. We want this. We have to have this. Daddy, I got to have a computer. I got to have an iPhone. I got to have this. I got to have that. Daddy, all the other kids have these things. All the other kids are able to do all this stuff. Why can't I? I want I, 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 I. There's no difference between your kids and your employees. They all want. They want, they want, they want, they want. Right? Now, don't get me wrong. You got to love your kids. You got to love your employees. But it's up to you not to work in the business, but to work on it, not to live your kids' lives for them, but to help them understand the direction they should go. That's your job. That's what you need to do, and you need to be on top of that at all times. But a family is an entity within itself, and it has vertical marketing, if you're, or I guess what we call vertical integration. You got, you know, your parents above you, and your grandparents above you, and your kids below you, and your kids' kids below them, and this vertical integration makes. Uh, Being able to keep the entropy out of the the family entity very difficult because each generation has, again, like I said, its own goal for what it wants to have happen. And you cannot be drug into that goal without losing your perspective, your goal within the entity you have. So you have the nuclear family. And I, I've had that problem. I've seen other people have had that problem where the nuclear family gets torn apart when the kids all decide they've got their own idea how the world's going to work. And they start trying to tell the parents how the world's going to work. Yeah. So you've got the same problems. You've got fitness, health and fitness. You've got the same kind of problem with health and fitness. Uh, you know, it's the body's falling apart on you, buddy. It's not, you know, maybe, uh, you know, your family is helping. Maybe your wife or husband cooks too much for you or drinks too much with you or encourages that. Maybe that's terrible. Uh, But there's everything else going on through that whole process of that entity of you, the human being. And then there's things like your retirement plan. It's a simple little entity over here. You've got a little piece of paper called your retirement plan. There it is. There's your retirement accounts. It's this group of accounts that someday are supposed to figure out how they're going to retire you. And so that falls apart. You won't retire because that falls apart. So now let me tell you what you do. You need to write this down. You can't, write it because you're driving, then you need to go get this podcast, but the, uh, you're going to need to go in and understand these steps. Number one, you need to write down the true goals, the big goals of your entity. What is it you're trying to accomplish within that entity? Why even have that entity? If there's an entity, there's a reason to have it. I don't care whether it's a marriage uh, and a family or whether it's a business uh, or whether it's a human being's body. There's a reason for that body to be there, and it is to support the brain inside of it, the the emotion, the human being, the spiritual, if you want to, that comes down from God. Whatever it is, it has a reason to be there, and is it going to be able to accomplish that goal? And your retirement plan has a reason to be there. I mean, you didn't just start the thing because you're an idiot, and some guy said, start a retirement plan. Okay, I'm a dumb idiot, so I'll just do it. Although that's what most people do. They just start something. They don't even know why they're trying to do it, or what it's going to do, or how to do it, or why. They have no plan. So number one, you need to write down what it is you want to accomplish. What is the goal of this entity? And that is the most important thing to focus on. The second thing you want to do is you're going to organize your entities processes, beliefs, theories, into the big rocks, the little rocks, sand, and the water. Let me tell you what I mean by that. Uh, There was a time management uh, course one time where a guy got a big giant pickle jar, put it out on top of the counter in front of all the students, and he said, this pickle jar is your life. There's only so much time uh, in your entity, whether it be your life, your business, your family, whatever. There's only so much time that you could get stuff done. So as a person with a good time management system, you'll be able to get a lot more done. So he proceeds to fill the jar with rocks and says, there, now it's full. There's no more space, right? And the kids go, yeah. He says, now what if you wanted something else in your life? to you go, well, there's no way you could get it in there. You'd have to take something out to get something else in there. And they go, yeah. And he goes, no, that's not true. And then he picked up a bucket of sand and started pouring sand in this giant clear glass pickle jar. And you could see that there was a lot more room you could put in of sand. And so he says, you see, now we've gotten more in there because we had better time management, right? They said, yeah. He said, but we're full now, right? And they said, yeah. He said, no, we're not. And he pulls out a jug of water and he pours water into this pickle jar and the water fills in around the sand. He said, there, now we're full, right? And they were afraid to answer because they thought he'd maybe show them something else. And he said, what have you learned by this demonstration? And they said uh, that there's always more time if if you're willing to organize it. He said, no, it had nothing to do with that. He said, What you should have learned from this example is you better put the big rocks in first, or they won't get in. You see, if I would have filled this pickle jar with sand, you could not have gotten the big important things into the jar. You have a life, you have an entity, a business, a family. They have big, important things that need to be done, and you need to know what those are. Remember this. If you have more than three priorities in life, you have no priorities. You have entropy. A thousand things you think is important in your life when really only four or five things at the most ever are important to a human being or to an entity of any kind. And if you're focusing on more than four or five things, you're not focusing, and you're not accomplishing, and you're not getting the results that you need. Get the big rocks in first, and don't let the sand and the water get into the bucket and fill it up to where you can't get the important things in your life in. Because if you don't put your rocks in, the world will fill your bucket full of sand and water. The next thing you need to do is simplify your systems. Everything in life can be simplified. Everything in life can be condensed, confined, brought down into the smallest possible increment so that it doesn't take time to get done, so it isn't complicated to get done, so it can be repeated and replicated in massive numbers. That's necessary because to have success, you have to have massive success to have massive wealth, massive success to have massive fitness, massive success to have a great relationship. You have to have a lot of things reoccurring on a regular basis. In other words, I got to be friendly, not once a week. Not walk in once a month and be friendly. I got to have that system in place on a daily basis. If I don't, what are the big rocks in a relationship? What do you want from your spouse? Do you get those big rocks? If you don't, your relationship is not going to hold together or you can just live in mediocrity the rest of your life. Next thing you have to do is gain buy in from your team. Everybody that's in your team has to buy in to what the big rocks are. If they don't buy into what the big rocks are, then you've got a problem. They themselves will start to tear your system apart. I have found in my life there's two types of people that I work with. People that are organizers and make things better in my system, and people who are disorganizers, who disable the system. But remember, you've got to have it if you want to
0: win. Uh.